episode 12 of the Johnny Fox podcast. I'm your co-host Mireya Paino and I will be receiving the show. If you're a new listener, thanks for joining us. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to have better relationships, romantic, friendship or in the work area. We will share the advice of two amazing books, Boundaries by Henry Cloud and John Townsend and the iconic book Men Are From Mars and Women Are from Venus by John Gray. As always, we'll do it with some expert advice and opinions from my co-host Johnny Fox. So, good morning, Johnny. How are you doing today? Morning, Maria. Yes, I'm doing very well, thanks. And looking forward to episode 12 of the Johnny Fox podcast. So, Johnny, let's start. How can we have better relationships? Yes, well, I think that obviously relationships are at the core of every human interaction uh, and I think we're naturally drawn to certain people so in the beginning we have to have things in common and be in sync with certain people to have a relationship in the first place and then once we we realize there's a connection that there's a spark there then we will work on honing you know that connection by defining kind of what each other wants in the relationship. And obviously that varies between whether it's a friendship, career, collaboration or romantic relationship. Yes, and I think a lot of us struggle with having unhealthy relationships. So how would you define a, a healthy relationship? Yes, I mean, I think healthy relationship, you know, has to be kind of equal give and take. Um, often... I mean, our, fo our focus has to be on, you know, giving freely, but also I think that has to come from both sides and, and then it, it's, you know, mutually healthy and balanced connection and, and we're, you know, we're both getting the optimal amount of, uh, out of it. So I think, I think really there's got to be great communication between the two people the ability to keep the relationship going even when we're not able to see each other in person and yeah just having a, a, a solid foundation from which to build the relationship yes and i think sometimes we tend to have relationships especially with with friends that we don't feel hurt that we that are only one way so what would you recommend to someone who is experiencing a friendship that there's only, there's only one yeah. way yeah what would you recommend well i mean i, I think it's one of those where the, the friendship you know its days may be numbered um, you know I, I i think at a certain point we go through life and certain friendships you know will fade away you know will, will they come and go you think back to when we were kids and we we're growing up and high school, you have friendships there. And now, you know, the majority of us probably may be in touch with one or two or a few high school friends, but generally it just changes throughout life. So I think you have to be comfortable with letting, letting people go and, and acknowledging when the time is right to move on from a, a, a certain friendship. Yes, it's sure. Um, it's here, I think, letting go of the friendships that don't support or that 
don't encourage us. I think it is the first thing. And also here in this podcast, we will talk later about the iconic book, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. So, but before, what are your keys to a good marriage or a long-lasting uh, relationship? What do you think is the key? Um, I've never been married myself, but I mean, from my parents have been married just over 50 years. So they're a, a, a great benchmark for me. Um, and then friends and family surrounding that. But relationships generally, ro romantically, I, I think, again, there's there's got to be that initial bond and connection. And I think there's got to be a, we've got to sync in terms of core beliefs. That has to be the, the foundation for a, for a relationship that's going to last. And then it's it's working around each other and, you know, working with goals and dreams. And if you're, if you're raising a family together, accepting your half of the responsibilities for every area of life and, and working, working as a team, you know, to know that you can raise a family and keep the relationship thriving. Yes, and I think one of the keys is also knowing what love language has your partner and yourself. There are seven love languages like words of affirmation, quality time. Some people like receiving gifts, acts of service or physical touch. So I think identifying what language you have and your partner is key to understanding him or, or her. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, that's something that will develop over the time. But I think in the initial kind of honeymoon period of any relationship, you will, you will kind of uh, practice the love language and, and learn the seven, these seven types and how they relate to, you know, the, the two of you. And then only, and quite likely not all seven will, but hopefully at least say four or five are there and then you can build a relationship you know based on those and i think the the topic of today's podcast is relationship obviously but also boundaries so in the book that we are going to mention boundaries they state that one of the keys to having better relationships in general are boundaries so how can we set those boundaries to family, friends, or our partner? Yes, well, I think, Maria, we, we want to have a healthy and balanced lifestyle and definitely clear boundaries are essential to, you know, to have that. And it's, I see the, the book Boundaries by Henry and, and John there, they break it up into four different types of boundary the physical, um, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And so I think it's good to do the, the work on ourselves and, and figure out what our own boundaries are in each area in terms of physical boundaries with, with friends, family, and remote romantic partners. Mental boundaries like thoughts and opinions you know, our own and, and being comfortable with sharing with others. And then emotional, which can include dealing with 
and disengaging from harmful thoughts or toxic people, which that could end, you know, may naturally end friendships. And then spiritual, which of course can be if you if you believe in God or a higher power of the universe, and how that comes into play. So I think it's doing initially it's doing the work ourselves and defining what the boundaries are in all four of those categories. I think putting boundaries and limits is so important um, for us, especially. But normally, uh, especially family, doesn't seem to understand in some cases. So what can we do if the other person doesn't accept um, our boundaries? Well, that, you know, they're not, if they're not respecting your boundaries, then we move on or, or we, you know, we, we separate ourselves as much as we can if it it's uh you know what it to maintain that healthy and balanced lifestyle and if it's of course if it's a close family member then you're going to want to try and work through that but ultimately you know you can still have a relationship um with a family or you know with a family member say that is that is more distant if you need to but you've got to do what's right for you yes i think it's it depends on the situations. If it's a friend or a friendship, you I think it's easier to let that go. And if it's a family, you can limit the time that you see this person. I think it, it's a key limiting the time and maybe then the other person can accept that those are your limits. Yes, limiting the time for sure. You know, you know, if if somebody isn't respecting you regardless of whether they're a, a family member, a, a friend or, or other connection, you know, you, you're not, that's, it's your valuable time and time is all we have that we can't get back. Um, so you've got to, you've got to guard that with everything you have. Yes, sure. Um, also, what types of limits can we adapt? We mentioned limiting time, but do you have other other limits that we can put in our relationship? Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, if it's a romantic relationship, then, you know, it can be down to, say, the raising the family and sharing, you know, your responsibilities there. Friendships, how much time you can devote to those. When you have your responsibilities um, with your your partner raising a family, um, career of course, you know men and women now very much equal there. So often raising a family there that has to be worked out, and then you know again free time and hobbies, which likely will connect interrelate with friendships, and ultimately having the trust, knowing that. Trust is everything, and that you know that's the biggest boundary of all, and and uh, you are, you're obviously the biggest limit you, you would set. Yes, and I think boundaries or, or limits depend on the person. It's really personal. So, for some people, it might be limiting time. For others, it might be don't seeing this person anymore. So, I think it depends a lot on the situation and the person itself, or in your clients also. Yes, absolutely. It will always depend on 
the situation um, and every situation is different. Um, so we we have to gauge each one as 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 they happen, for sure. Yeah. And I think one of the keys that we have already mentioned is communication. Communication is the key, not only in couples and also in, in relationships in general. So in today's podcast, as I said, we will talk about the, the book Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. And we will see that we communicate differently. For example, women want men to listen to them while men desire solutions to problems. What are your thoughts on that? Yes, well, I mean, that's, there's definitely merit in, in that uh, summary. I think, I think men are like to be, feel like that they can, can be the hero at times. And, and every time they can find a solution to a problem, it kind of energizes them. Um, but for sure, you know, the two sexes are very different. And I think, you know, men, I think John Gray talks about men needing to listen more, be more empathetic, show compassion. He says that men solve problems, women talk about them. Um, you know, so I guess there's some truth in that. Men at times need space and women crave to be understood. So again, it's, it's creating a partnership where you can develop the skills that um, can address all of those areas, you know, and, and create a, a long lasting relationship. Yes, I think the key is really understanding the foundations of why men act like that. And I think women and men communicate completely different. Men tend to be more, more direct. And I think women aren't that direct. And expect the person to really know what are they thinking, aren't we? <laughs> and it's really complicated. And I think being more direct on what you want or what's your opinion on that could help a lot. Yes, being being direct for sure can can help um, both sexes understand what the other is is thinking. Um, John Gray talks about men needing to often delve deeper, you know, if a, if a woman says she's fine at a certain time, he'll say the man will know and she clearly isn't fine and there's more to it and he's got to delve, you know, dig below the surface and uh, and understand and that's, that's how a man can better understand a woman by developing the skills to do that. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, sorry. And then I was just going to talk about, he also said that women's self-esteem rises and falls like a wave. So, you know, the man has to navigate that aspect as well. Yeah, I was watching, I think it was Tony Robbins explaining that women uh, should let the men be a man and really don't emasculate them and really be there for them. So I think it's really interesting to see that woman wants the attention and men wants to feel useful. And I think that's the biggest difference, one of the biggest difference between men and women. Yes, I, I would I would agree with that. Um, for sure, I, th I think often 
men in a relationship that's sort of maybe doomed to failure the, the man isn't isn't allowed to be a man and you know we talk about who wears the trousers in a relationship and and I think it needs to be equal but for sure the man needs to you know be who he naturally is and then for sure play play the masculine role in the relationship and and then the woman you know put, play the feminine one Talking about relationships and men and women, what tips uh, would you give to improve uh, a marriage or a long-lasting relationship or even a friendship? What tips would you give? Um, well, I would say that, you know, often marriages or long-term relationships, people will give up too easily, fall too easily in this day and age, I think. You know, our grandparents' generation going back, and even my parents, you know, my parents are still, you know, 50, 50 plus years married now. They would stay together in the long term. You know, they'd work through the differences, and, and it's become all too easy to get, say, get divorced in the modern age, the 21st century. So work harder at maintaining the relationships, but also recognize that. If ultimately, you know, it doesn't, the foundations aren't strong enough to maintain it, that, that the two should part company and, you know, move on to, to find a healthy relationship. Um, so really it all comes down to, you know, getting the, those two factors to sync and getting the right balance. And what would you recommend to couples or friendships or that are having differences? I mean, yes, definitely communication, improving that or communication, communicating as often as possible if there are any issues or when there are issues and, and, and doing it in person as well, preferably, depending what kind of relationship it is and how close you are to the person, you know, geographically, but obviously if it's a romantic relationship. You know, you're going to be with the person most likely. So, yeah, communication is definitely key. And I think if you can master that art, then the relationship definitely has a chance. Yes, and I think it's very important if you're having arguments or discussions and uh, to really say your opinion, but also respecting your partner's opinion or your friend's opinion. Respecting what they think it's, it's the basis and in some cases people try to convince you know the, the other one to think like like he or she does and I think that's a mistake yes I mean trust and respect are two of the foundations that should be two of the core values in any relationship that that have to be you know, really firing on all cylinders for the relationship to work. Um, and and for sure, you know, it, it's, it simply isn't going to work if, if, there aren't, if they're not there or there are cracks in either of those two factors. And, and of course, lots of couples will, will see marriage counsellors. So again, talking about it, you know, that again is uh, 
often proves to be very one of the keys to a successful salvation of a relationship. So definitely communicate as much as possible. How can we identify a red flag or red flags in, in any relationship, not only in the romantic area, but also in friendships or in the work area? So how can we identify a toxic uh, relationship? Well, I think I think they when you put all the principles that we talked about today into practice, then toxic relationships are going to stand out. You know, that we'll instinctively know when you know there's toxicity in a certain relationship. So, I mean, nobody wants that, and it just isn't. It isn't healthy to be to be around that or continue in that realm. So, we have to work on eliminating any any toxicity in friendships, relationships, and uh, career connections and, and collaborations, and just focus on the things that make us healthy and thrive and, and successful in life. And, and I think if our arrows, arrows are all facing up and north, you know, we can be successful in, 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 in our relationships and have healthy, balanced ones going forward. Yes, I think we should analyze if all of our relationships, not only in our romantic areas, as I said, but if in all of our relationships are feeling the trust and respect that is the foundation of but i think we should analyze as, as you mentioned if we have that trust and that respect around us yeah so i think it's certainly a certain degree of analysis um not to the point of an analysis leading to paralysis of the situation, but but uh, I think a, a mix of analyzing and and going with the, your your instinct and you know what makes us feel good and do we feel good around the person, the 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 energy that they give off and we receive, does that, you know, do we feel good around that? All these factors play into it. And I, I think ultimately, you know, is it improving our lives and our, and our lives? to be with certain people and, and in certain relationships. To end this podcast, and I think all of us have to think a lot about our current relationships. So what would you recommend to us, to all the people who is living? Um, what would you recommend to have better or healthier relationships? Just to to do the work, you know, to to think to think about all the different relationships that they have that people have uh in their lives and and uh, you know being a writer i always encourage journaling you know that's one of the best ways to write down your thoughts uh and and, and decipher them figure out which relationships are healthy and which aren't and that's definitely the the best way to initiate your process and then um you know, work at improving the healthy ones or, or making them the majority healthy, if not all, and uh, and eliminating the unhealthy ones and, and getting towards that balanced, healthy lifestyle that we all ultimately crave. 
Yes, and also give love without expecting anything in return. Don't put expectation, as you said, work on yourself, work on you, the things that you want, and don't expect, don't put expectations on, on people that aren't you. Because normally, if that doesn't happen, you will feel sad. So I think it's important to only put expectations on ourselves. You know, that's we can only control what we do and what we put out there and, and, and give. So I think if, if we can work on that and optimize every factor, you know, in, in that area and those areas, yeah, and, and push, as you say, give, give love freely without expectation in return, then um, the relationships will naturally evolve to be healthy and balanced. Yes, I agree on everything. And thank you so much, Johnny, for being here another week. And as always, you can leave us a review about which one of the actions we mentioned to have healthy, uh, healthier relationships you will start doing. And remember that if you are dealing with the thought of improving yourself and you want to upgrade to an unstoppable version of yourself, you can schedule a 30 minutes free appointment without any commitment to start your coaching process. You can follow Johnny at Busy Johnny Coach on Instagram, Busy Johnny Fox on Facebook and on TikTok at Johnny Fox Coach. We hope to see you again and thank you again, Johnny, for being here as always. Yes, thank you, Maria. It was uh, always a pleasure doing the podcast with you and uh, have a great weekend. Look forward to next week. Thank you. Bye.